Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We welcome your mighty presence, God. We thank you, God, knowing you are here with us. Hallelujah. Because we are hidden with Christ in you. Amen. Father, we just thank you for this day that you have made. We rejoice and we are glad in it. We thank you, Father, for the blood of Jesus that makes us righteous. And we thank you, Father, for your righteousness, your holiness, God. And we, your reflections in the earth. Hallelujah. Father, we bless you today. We bless you, Jesus. We say, have your way, Father. Do what you want to do in this devotion call this morning. Do what you want to do as we lift up our prayers and our worship before you. Father, have your way. Holy Spirit, speak through our devotion leader. Pray through our prayer leader this morning. We yield to you and to every one of your intercessors, Father. Incline, enlighten the eyes of our understanding. Open our ears to hear what you want us to hear this morning. Enlighten our eyes that we may see Hallelujah, through the eyes of the heart. Father, we bless you. We thank you. There is none like you. You are our great and mighty God. Hallelujah, there is none greater than you, God. And we thank you for your compassions that are new every morning. So we pull in on your compassions. Hallelujah. We pull in on your mercy, Father, in the name of Jesus, and we thank you. We give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise for who you are in the matchless name of Jesus the Christ. Amen, amen, and amen. Good morning to everyone that has joined the prayer call. We thank you for joining us this morning, this 14th day of December, as we go before God's throne together in unity, where he commands the blessing. Amen? Without further ado, I want to introduce you to the team that's lined up today. My name is Sister Charlene Tuckerson. I am your facilitator. I am honored to be your facilitator this morning. The leaders of our house at New Destiny our Bishop C. Carl Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith, and we bless them in the name of the Lord. And we say good morning to you. We also want to say good morning to our prayer call controller, Sister Tanika Smothers. Thank you, Sister Tanika, for being part of the team. These guys ensure that when we get on the call, everything is ready, all audio is is set up so when we come on it's a smooth transition and so we just want to say thank you sister Tanika and God bless you sis 
Our devotion leader this morning is Sister Janice Allen. Good morning, Sister Janice. How are you doing today? Good morning, my sister Charlene. I'm doing well, and I thank God for another day that he's given us a brand new mercy. Good morning to everyone. Amen. Yes, amen. I didn't mean to cut you off, sis. Yes, amen. His mercies are new every morning. This is a brand new mercy. Hallelujah. And our prayer requests or any prayer requests and uh, praise reports that have been submitted will be offered up by Sister Shirley Burke. Good morning, Sister Shirley. How are you doing this morning? Good morning, Sister Charlene. I am well, and I am so grateful for God's amazing grace today. Yes, yes, yes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for your amazing grace. Hallelujah. Well, without further ado, Sister Janice, we are ready for you. Thank you, my sister. And our um, new day, the Lord has given us the walk of the righteous flourish is our devotion this morning. It's our breakfast of champions. Revelations 22, 11 through 14, we're going to go there. Now, I believe that this lesson comes to us to show us and remind us that the walk in righteousness has great reward. Righteous, The righteous flourish here and now and eternally. That's a great, great thing. It's a great reward. And let's see in the word of God what Revelation 22, 11 through 14 says. Um, and I'm going to give you what's happening here. The prophecy is revealed, and John is giving account of the words Jesus spoke, and Jesus speaks of his soon coming. It says, he who is unjust, let him be unjust still. He who is filthy, let him be filthy still. He who is righteous, let him be righteous still. He who is holy, let him be holy still. Behold, and behold, I am quickly coming. Behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me to give to everyone according to his works. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are those who do my commands, his commands, that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter through the gates into the city. Look at this. What What's happening here? We're here in this setting. The deadline is here. The time has passed. And we have two groups of people. We have the lovers of God who will be saved and those who did not love him who are lost. Those who are lost sold into sinning against humanity society and or against themselves choosing to be paid the wages of sin, which is death, total separation from God. And those who are saved sold into the kingdom of God and his righteousness to receive the gift of life eternal. And Jesus speaks, look, behold, I'm coming quickly and my or his reward is with him to give to everyone according to what they sowed and how they lived. Jesus declared, he is the I am, Alpha 
I am the first in the Greek alphabet and the last, omega, in the last of the Greek alphabet, beginning and end. In the beginning, I am the word, I am God, the word, and I am the word with God. This is Jesus declaring he is the first and the last. It begins with him and it will end with him. Jesus has been given all power and authority by having conquered the cross, death, hell, and the grave. He is telling us he has all power in his hand. He is in position to give passage to those who continued in obeying his commandments, the gift to be to the tree of life and entrance through the gates into the New Jerusalem. And which group... I'm asking this question, which group are we in? Because there is an opportunity here. There is an appointment time, an appointed time when we will no longer have a choice, but we now have a choice. And until he comes, we'll have that choice. But we, at this time where Jesus is talking, we would have no longer had the choice because we would have made the choice when Jesus comes. Whatever state he finds us in, it is fixed. The scripture says, he who is unjust, let him be unjust still. He who is filthy, let him be filthy still. He, he who is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he who is holy, let him be holy still. Whatever state the Lord finds us in, and however we live here in the earth, when he appears, We've made the choice. Now let's look on to Ephesians 2, 8 through 10. By, for by grace you have been saved through faith, that and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, for good works, which God prepared beforehand, that we should walk in them. It is by God's favor, we which we did not uh, deserve his favor, that we have been saved through faith. And we could not have done anything of ourselves to earn or deserve him saving us. Salvation is God's gift to all mankind. And we cannot receive God's gift of salvation by working for it. God left us with no bragging rights, or so to speak, or to boast on any fleshly accomplishments. You know how people get caught up in themselves and caught up in pride, and they'll lift themselves up in what they've done, and except instead of lifting Jesus up, who is the creator and the author and finisher of our faith, to give him the glory. So that's why God did not leave it up to us to save ourselves. He did this. It's clear that it's all God. It's all the Father's doing. He is, and it is his decision and desire to have fellowship with mankind. He created us for himself. He placed us in the kingdom as it pleased him. Again, it's all God who has done this for us because he's good and not because we were good, but because he's God and he is good. For we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus. Before Jesus came, we had no hope. 
Now we have hope in that we are becoming more like Jesus. He is our example of the life we should live here in the earth for the Father. We're created for good works, the works of him, of God, who sent us into the world to become the light and the salt. We are the saving power. Through us, Jesus saves. People see us and desire to come to that light to know the way out of darkness. And God made it possible by accepting Jesus Christ and the work uh, he did on the cross to be in right standing with God, to be the righteous of God in Christ Jesus. When we walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit, and there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Everything, this is Second Peter 1, 3 through 4, and the Passion Translation, it says, everything we could ever need for life and godliness has already been deposited in us by his divine power. For all this was lavished upon us through the rich, experience of knowing him who has called us by name and invited us to come to him through a glorious manifestation of his goodness. As a result of this, he has given us magnificent promises that are beyond all price so that there the power of these tremendous promises, we can experience partnership with the divine nature by which you have escaped, excuse me, you have escaped the corrupt desire that are of the world. Thank God for that. We are his, and he has manifested his glory and his goodness in us, and he's given us great and precious promises. Psalms 92 and 12, which is the last scripture in our devotion this morning, the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree, he should he shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Palm trees embody resilience, faith, and the ability to thrive even in difficult times. Each part of the palm tree carries its own symbolic meaning. The trunk, with its tall and straight structure, symbolizes strength and stability. It reminds us to stand firm in the face of adversity. The leaves or fronds are what they called on the palm tree represents peace, abundance, and victory. Then the fan-like shape represents a sense of openness, welcoming optimism, optimism into our lives. Victory and triumph. Remember Jesus riding in on the donkey and they waved palm trees, palm tree branches, and laid them in the path the palm tree branches in the path as he rode, as Jesus rode over them. It signified victory and triumph. And the Lebanon cedar tree is known for its fragrance and lasting endurance, which the scripture reveals our relationship with God, with our God is strong and rewarding. So to reiterate this scripture, the righteous shall flourish in resilience, faith and ability to thrive in difficulty in difficult times, then will flourish in strength and stability. The righteous stand strong in the face of adversity and are peacemakers. They have abundance 
and victory, and they are triumphant. So the walk of the righteous flourish because of who God created us to be, because of his goodness, and it's his righteousness that we're flourishing by. Let's pray. Father, we pray that you'll find us walking in righteousness when you come for us and in this present moment that you'll find us humbly before you living the life of flourishing in your righteousness. We pray that you, Lord God, would get the glory out of our lives and that we are just like you become because we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, that you, Lord God, you would get the glory, that your word changes us, changes our lives, and we're created in the divine nature, giving us fellowship and partnership with you, keeping us ever looking to you, the author and finisher of our faith. And we want you to find us holy and righteous when you appear. Glory to your name. In Jesus' name we pray and give you thanks. Amen, amen, and amen. Sister Shirley. Yes, amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Sister Janice. What a wonderful word this morning of devotion. Amen. The walk of the righteous flourish. Amen. Thank you, sister. God bless you. Let's now come into agreement together as Sister Shirley prays. Sister Shirley, we're ready for you, sis. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give praise to Elohim, the one and only true living God that has given us hope, life, and joy today. Father God, we come confidently and boldly to the throne of grace, acknowledging your holy presence and sovereign power. And we thank you for your mercy that covers our failures, Father. We call upon El-Rohi, the God that sees us and knows our hearts, and what we ask before we even speak. Father, we ask heaven to hear our voice and send your word to accomplish your purpose in the lives of your people as we make our requests known today in Jesus' name. Father, as we stand in your presence, we ask your forgiveness for any disobedience, self-righteousness, fear, unbelief, doubt, and lack of faithfulness in our relationship with you. Father, let your truth expose our secrets, our emotional strengths we rely on that will bring about true repentance, and let the broken places you crush in the lives of your people be restored with your righteousness that will shine forth through us, O God. Father, create in us a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us, according to Psalms 51 and 10, and we will give you all the praise, honor, and glory for forgiving us and restoring us to the joy of your salvation as you uphold us with your generous spirit in Jesus' name. Father, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18 declares, we are to rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is your will for us in Christ Jesus. So let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our rock and our redeemer, as declared in Psalms 19 and 14, but we are truly grateful for the life we have today in Christ Jesus. This morning we have a prayer request from the Walker family asking for compensation for their case from some years ago 
in which they were deceived by a law firm that is being adamant about a decision of defraudment. Hallelujah. Father God, as we bring to the throne of grace this morning the Walker family, we ask for a turnaround in this case that has been lingering for too long. James 4 and 2 declares we do not have because we do not ask. Father God, you know everything about this case, the Walker family's concerns, the decisions that we made, that were made, and what went right and what went wrong and why it has not been resolved. And we set our hearts in agreement with your word about the matter, O oh God. Father, we're asking you to turn the hearts of those at the law firm that have decided, hallelujah, I'm sorry, that have deceived the Walker family and release to them the compensation they are due without hesitation and backlash or further wrongdoing and bring closure to this matter with understanding hearts and minds on both sides. Father, we declare the enemy is defeated in this case and can no longer withhold from the Walker family what you have given them the right to receive for the wrong that was done to them. And we stand on Proverbs 10, 22, that says, the blessings of the Lord makes one rich and adds no sorrow with it. And we thank you for releasing the blessing of recompense of the compensation the Walker family is due. Father, we give you praise and thanksgiving for hearing this request and answering according to your will, your timing, and your purpose in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Father God, we pray for all those that are sick in body, mind, and spirit, and we thank you for every strife Jesus took for their healing, and we're asking for them to have the mindset to turn and give you the praise and glory for working your divine healing in their lives in Jesus' name. And Father, we thank you for the opportunity today, another opportunity to share with family and friends the joy of remembering the birth of Christ, our Redeemer that lived, died, rose again, and ascended unto heaven so we can have the assurance and faith of knowing he is the reason for every Christmas season. Hallelujah. Father God, comfort the hearts of those that have lost loved ones and find it hard to hold back the tears that sometimes overwhelms them during the festivities of this Christmas season. And every day they feel alone, may your peace surround them as they learn to move forward with you holding their hands, knowing you are with them. We thank you for your amazing grace that sees them through every challenge they face and every hard place they must step into alone without their loved ones. To you be the glory for the awesome things you have done for us that we sometimes, Father, overlook because of our sorrow, the things we have no control over and all that we try to do in our own power which belongs to you. Father, in this season, may we learn to trust you in a greater degree, thanking and embracing your righteousness, that you have imputed unto us through Christ Jesus, that puts us in right standing with you so we can be holy, Lord, as you are holy. Hallelujah. Father God, we are so grateful and thankful for you hearing our hearts cry today. We trust and believe everything we have asked for today will be granted according to your riches and glory your will and plan for those that are called by your name, those that are yet to believe, Hashe, that Jesus is their Savior, and those that are being restored back into the kingdom of God. In Jesus' name we pray today, amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Yes. And we agree in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So we know the petitions that we've gone before the throne have been granted by Father. Amen. We want to quickly swing back to you, Sister Janice. Do you have anything else that you'd like to share with us this morning? Yes, Sister Charlene. I wanted to elaborate on the works 
the works that the scripture was talking about in Ephesians. It says we have, this is Ephesians 2 and verse 10, we have become his poetry and recreated people that will fulfill the destiny he has given each of us. For we are joined to Jesus, the anointed one. Even before we were born, God planned in advance our destiny and the good works we would do to fulfill it. So the good works is God's plan and destiny for our lives. To fulfill that is the good works. But the works that he was talking about that he didn't, we can't achieve uh, the goodness of God or the righteousness of God by our good works is anything that we would do outside of him. And everything that we do, we should do it as unto the Lord and not unto man because God is the one that's giving us the reward. Thank you, Sister Charlene. God bless. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father, that we are your workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you because it is your righteousness that we stand in. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for each of your intercessors. I pray, dear God, that you bless each one in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you that no good thing will you withhold from those that walk upright before you. Father, thank you again that we are your righteousness in the earth. Father, I declare that we make you proud. Father, according to your word, I declare that that we flourish like palm trees. Thank you for your word. And that we grow like the cedars in Lebanon. Yes, we invoke the power of your word again in the spirit. We wave, dear God, our palm trees before you and glorify you. We declare, dear God, by the power of your word that we could ask anything, God, and it shall be granted. You said ask and it shall be given. Seek and we shall find. Knock and the door will be open. If we ask, it will be given. If we seek, we will find. If we knock, the door will be open unto you. Father, we ask that your fragrance be upon us. That we smell like you, Father. Hallelujah. The fragrance of heaven so that everywhere we go, God, Your light shines through us, Jesus. The fragrance of heaven comes in the room and dispels all darkness. Father, be thou glorified in every one of our lives, Jesus. Hallelujah. May we be your true workmanship created in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Doing your works, God. Hallelujah. For good works. And we thank you, God. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. Now unto you, Father, who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think, 
according to the power that worketh in us. Unto you, God, be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen, amen, and amen. On behalf of Bishop Smith, Pastor Adrian, Sister Janice, Sister Shirley, Sister Tanika, and myself and our entire New Destiny family, thank you. Thank you for joining the call this morning. See you same time next week, 5 a.m., Wednesday and Thursday morning. Don't forget about corporate prayer this Saturday at the Pittsburgh campus. Thank you all again. Sister Tanika, please continue in worship.